0: Hello and welcome back to Daily Business News with the latest business stories in just five minutes, seven days a week. Here are the top business stories for Sunday, September 10th, 2023. Today's episode is brought to you by Blogcast, your personalized audio feed, available on iPhone and Android. First off, Success Center in Vickery Meadow, Dallas is providing support for new residents in the community. The center offers assistance to students and parents, helping them understand the challenges of living in a diverse community. It also provides financial and emotional support to new residents and their families. This initiative aims to help new residents integrate into the community more smoothly and provide them with the resources they need to thrive. In other news, Denmark's $195 million plant-based fund, created as part of a climate agreement, has received an overwhelming number of applicants. Over 100 industry, startup, and research center applicants have applied for funding to foster plant-related protein production in the country. The newly created Plant Foundation has received 101 applications, with a total amount requested of $29.7 million. The board will review the applications and select the best ideas, focusing on demand promotion and increasing exports of plant-based foods. Meanwhile, First Quantum has reached a wage deal with its workers, averting a strike at its copper mine in Panama. The agreement comes as part of the company's efforts to negotiate a wage agreement with its employees. The resolution of the dispute ensures that operations at the copper mine can continue without disruption benefiting both the company and its workers. Next, trade between Iran and the United Arab Emirates has increased significantly as the UAE eases restrictions on business activity with Iran. The UAE has rolled back limits on corporate registrations and visa issuance for Iranian companies. This move comes as the UAE seeks to strengthen economic ties with Iran despite tough U.S. sanctions. The increase in bilateral trade is attributed to a breakthrough in relations between Iran and Saudi Arabia, brokered by China, which has led to improved relations between Iran and the UAE. In other news, legal disputes in the shipping industry have reached the highest level in at least seven years, driven by declining profits and trade disruption caused by the Ukraine war. The number of out of court arbitration cases in London and Singapore has surpassed the number of cases in 2020 and is 12% higher than in 2016. Sanctions on trading certain goods with Russia and increased dangers to vessels in the Black Sea region have contributed to the rise in commercial disputes. This trend reflects the impact of recent global trade hits on shipping companies. Also, Bank of America has identified 14 small and mid-cap stocks that are transforming their businesses, and creating long-term profits these stocks have made changes that the market has not yet noticed such as mergers divestments and the use of artificial intelligence these transformations can come in various forms and have the potential to revolutionize companies investors have an opportunity to invest in these stocks before they potentially experience significant growth meanwhile Furniture retailers RH and Hooker Furnishings have reported a significant drop in sales compared to last year. RH saw a 19% drop in second quarter revenue, while Hooker Furnishings reported a similar decline. This decline is part of a larger shift in spending since the pandemic, with the housing market playing a role in the slowdown of home improvement. Some retailers, however, remain hopeful that there will be an increase in furniture purchases in the near future. Next, oil and gas companies are under pressure to cut spending and increase returns to boost their share prices. As the market matures, companies are drilling fewer but longer wells to maximize efficiency. This shift has made oil and gas companies the best performers in the S&P 500 over the past three months. While this strategy has helped boost share prices, it has also contributed to lower oil prices at the pump. Lastly, Uganda has issued its first Islamic banking license, following the country's legislation to accommodate Sharia-compliant finance activities. The license has been granted to Salam Bank Limited, a unit of Djibouti-based Saliamic African bank. This development is expected to attract customers who have avoided traditional lenders on religious grounds and could contribute to the growth of Uganda's financial sector. The global Islamic banking sector is projected to reach $3 trillion in the next decade, highlighting its potential for growth. Our top business stories for today are brought to you by Blogcast, your personalized audio feed.